saw a really funny meme. It's Dolly Parton from the song like working nine to five, but it has working nine to nine fifteen, uh, <laughs> nine fifty five to ten o five. Then working from eleven to eleven thirteen, like and basically it literally listed out like like ten different brackets. Oh, that's so good. Hey there, and welcome to Headway, a podcast by Catapult Lakeland where entrepreneurs share practical tools and insights so that you can continue to generate ideas and innovate as you move your startup forward. My name is Kristen Strabridge, and I get to work at Catapult, an entrepreneur center in Lakeland, Florida that exists to foster the growth of startups by providing education, resources, and space. Today, I'll be chatting with Jamie Clements, who not only has an awesome repertoire of memes to share, obviously, but is also the co-founder of Loud Life Productions, which is an award-winning video production company that really specializes in the art of storytelling. I mean, the videos on their website will make you laugh, cry, and just about everything in between. Now, in the midst of an unprecedented global pandemic, Jamie and his team have been able to identify an opportunity and pivot Loud Life's business model in order to remain relevant in a time when so many businesses are struggling. So Jamie is going to give us some insight into how he's been able to do this. But now, without further ado, let's jump on into this conversation with Jamie Clements. start off by first of all thanks for doing this I know things have changed we were going to record in person and now we're doing this remotely um, and can you just start by giving us a short background on you and loud life and kind of what your business was focusing on in the beginning stages of the company yeah sure no doubt um, so yeah our business is loud life productions we are a brand commercial video production company my wife Natalia and I started Loud Life in January of 2016 in West Palm Beach, and uh, a few months later we moved to Lakeland, and we've been here ever since. Found Catapult uh, pretty quickly within a couple months. It's just been a great, uh, you know, partnership and home base for us as we, like most people, try to grow and um, scale their business. And ultimately, our tagline, if you will, is "Be seen, be heard." And you know, for a lot of other businesses or people some of the difficulties that they all have outside of doing whatever their trade or skill is, is making sure that their message is amplified and seen and heard. And through a series of messaging steps and, you know, discovery phases, we like to help people figure out what is going to connect best with their audience and then package that into a, a video experience for their audience. And yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's really cool. So one of the main reasons we're chatting with you today is because it's been super cool to see how you've been able to pivot your business during this time with this whole COVID-19 epidemic. And there's so much that's unclear and so much that's uncertain, but you've really been able to help your customers during this time. So before we get into the why and how, can you kind of detail out for us what you've done? Yeah, well, I mean... Um, the pivot was slight only because, you know, what we do is video, but once everybody went remote, um, you know, we really saw an opportunity to be an aid to people, not so much in their marketing game anymore, but in their business operations. So we pretty quickly tried to put together a bunch of our marketing collateral for ourselves to let people know that we could identify, you know, at least three things 
that businesses might need as we were all just scrambling as information was coming to us hot. So like three weeks ago at this time, I forget what the date was, but about three and a half weeks ago on that Monday was like when people began starting working from home. Like it was when everything started ramping up. We realized that, but I don't know if anybody really had in their contingency plan for a nationwide shutdown. Um, that's not typically, that's not really typically in your game plan for how we operate. Sure, there's hurricane protocols or maybe there's, I don't know, fire protocols, but not nationwide shutdown due to illness. So anyways, you know, th that means a lot of people needed to work from home and remote working or training or teaching. And so we thought, hey, you know, it might be really difficult to try to teach and train this or like field phone calls. Like, how do you do this again? So we wanted to offer training videos um, for people. Uh, another one was uh, state of the business or state of the company, and that would be for either the business's employees. Let's say it was a, you know, plus 500 company with a ton of employees. How do you communicate a, a message from a CEO to everybody at once? So there was that. Or to your clients, you know, hey, this is everybody. This is what we're doing. This is how we're shifting. We're, we're going to be open for business until XYZ date. And then the last one was digital pitch. And I kind of had companies like myself in mind, you know, they're businesses out there and the way that they do sales or fill their pipeline is through meeting and pitching a client. And so, you know, if you're not going to get in a conference room anymore with anybody, um, you could still make that pitch in the same way you wanted to, but let's film it and make it digital and maybe even possibly more creative. And so those are the three things that we offered and we offered it for a pretty low price just because we realized that people a week ago weren't planning on spending that money. Right. And um, yeah, and then other than that, we were just like, is there something else we're missing? You know, let us know and, you know, let's, let's try to help you because we realized what we did outside of marketing and messaging was useful for people who were attempting to be socially responsible and distancing. Oh, that's super interesting. And I love the way that a lot of what you're doing in the shift here is focused around how the needs of your customer was changing. Um, so kind of, I'd love to dive into a little bit of like how you came up with this idea. Was it just like you were laying at bed at night and it hit you or was, is there a process that you kind of follow for creative problem solving or anything like that? What kind of got your wheels turning on this? Well, my, my laying at bed at night mental space was reserved for freaking out. What the heck is going on and what are we going to do? And what, the, what is the economy going to look like in six months? That's what I reserve my blame at that at night for. Outside of that, um, we take advantage of what Catapult really encourages and measure masterminds. And so I'm in a mastermind with David Pappas from um, DP Creative, with Grant and Marissa Nadu from Spark, um, John Sear from Sear Creative, and then Leah Hacker with Rebel and Co. And... Um, you know, of course, we were all just firing off um, amongst the five of us and or six, however many it is. And, um, and so, you know, they were definitely like, it actually kind of catalyzed from Dave, who he serves a very high echelon of clients and is in a lot of virtual meetings with them, learning and seeing what their needs are. And he communicates it to us. And he was like, Jamie, there's some opportunity here to help. And then as I began putting stuff together, I was just throwing my spaghetti at them and then they were you know refining it and throwing it back so it was really just a collaborative effort amongst the masterminds um from catapult yeah that's really cool um to hear and i think something that's so important and is getting increasingly more difficult as we are 
getting even more social distanced and all of those things, which we need to be doing because it's good. But finding that time to work with others and be collaborative is mo- almost more important than ever because it's so easy to become siloed right now. So it's really cool to hear that that is um, something that you take advantage of and something that you do. So along kind of those lines, I know you mentioned your mastermind group, but are there any, and this could be even people you know, people you don't know, but are there any thought leaders that you admire who have kind of helped you develop how you attack these types of problems? Well, these types of problems, I mean, this is super, this is super nuanced to me as it relates to um, everybody being so reactive and responsive and less proactive. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is definitely a very nuanced way to think at the moment. And I'm sure we'll Monday quarterback this um, when we're down the road and, you know, we'll probably t- have a lot of ways that we can better think through these types of like, well, I'm not that we're going to have multiple pandemics, but if we ever have a moment where we have to be so right. reactive, we could better think through it. Right. But I mean, you know, I, I guess to me, a big thought leader has always been Donald Miller from StoryBrand. And he's always had two resounding messages that he just continues to have on repeat. Um, and that is, you know, having a clear message is king, noise is the enemy. Um, you know, if you confuse, you'll lose is kind of his phrase that pays, if you will. And then the other thing that he says is, um, you know, you are not the hero, but you are the guide. And so we have that same approach with all of our clients. If we are the amplifier to our client's message, then that means we're just amplifying from where the source of noise is coming from, which could be a microphone or guitar or whatever that instrument is. And so we want to amplify that. And a lot of times, you know, the hero isn't even our client, but it's our client's client. And um, so, you know, you just kind of have that in mind, just thinking like, you know, even, you know, right now I'm dealing a lot with um, some realtors and, and even in real estate and they're, you know, we're asking the question right now because it's crazy, but like real estate has not been touched. Like it is still going off the rails right now. Really? Um, super, super busy. Yeah. And um, so right now the biggest question is, you know, what what is the message that buyers and sellers need to hear? Because honestly, like that's still like, anything that can keep our economy moving money around is super important because everybody else is holding on to cash. And so, you know, we're, we're asking questions like, all right, how are we elevating and making that buyer and seller the hero here, keeping them safe, but also getting them in the home of their dreams or getting that house sold in record time or whatever. So, you know, that's kind of one thing right now that's, but like our approach to real estate as it relates to, to messaging is totally different than it used to be. Now it's all about, you know, how are we doing this in a social distance world? Yeah, that's so interesting to think through. Um, And yeah, the idea from you, I love Donald Miller as well and his book and his podcast and I listen to him a lot. Um, But it's fun because my next question is about one thing that's super important in the middle of a crisis it's figuring out the right story to tell your customers and your potential customers because on one hand what I've been seeing with entrepreneurs and catapult is that you're drastically losing revenue or there's the potential of that coming and you can see kind of that huge wave um, in the distance but then at the same time you need to generate sales so 
there's that on one hand and then on the other hand you don't want to come across as insensitive like you're only trying to capitalize on hardship and I think your team really did a great job with this with the messaging that you put out showing your customers that you care about them and are willing to support them as they're facing new challenges but can you talk a little bit more to the importance of crafting that message and how a crisis um, changes how you do that? Yeah, definitely learning as we go. Um, you know, the first thing, like you said, that we put out was, yeah, you know, how can how can we help? But ultimately, when you boil it down, it was a sales pitch. You know, we were offering services, naming our price, and then, you know, trying to figure out how we can help people. Um, but, you know, now that we're through that, um, we're at this next phase, which is kind of like the, we're in it for the long haul, haul and how our brands now, um, just now just staying connected. I think more than ever, brands need to stay on the front of people's minds, but not in the way that they used to, which was, hey, this is what we do and this is how we can help you, but more and more in the minds of like, hey, we're human too. Hey, we're experiencing this too. You know, we're all in this together. And so um, again, something that came out of some, some now some Zoom meetings of our mastermind group was how can we begin doing that? Um, and we're actually working on, um, we're currently working on a, on a piece right now that's you know a loud life commercial which we don't really do much for ourselves but this is a good time to do it and it's just a it's just a, a piece about humanity and, and moments and embracing the moments and living and what living a loud life can mean and what it can look like and i think it's hard to live what we all might define as a loud life in quarantine but mm -hmm. if we embrace moments with our family or with our loved ones or just by ourselves that can still be a loud life. And so we're, we're creating something now that's just meant to be more of like a, you know, like we're all in this together kind of piece about humanity and connection. And um, right now that's how we're choosing to try to brand ourselves and, you know, to just keep our, our voice in the mix. It's interesting too, because kind of what I hear you saying there is um, that you're taking some of this time that you have to kind of do something for your own business that you might not have otherwise done, which is a commercial for yourself. And one thing I've heard from other entrepreneurs is that they're kind of doing the same thing, whether that's, okay, I'm going to make that online course I've always thought about making, or I'm going to write that book. And so I'm just curious, do you have any advice for other entrepreneurs who are struggling to kind of identify ways to pivot their business during this time what would you tell them as a first step to kind of get those ideas generated oh man um don't be your own echo chamber for sure because mm. um i am my worst enemy um if i'm just in a room with myself there's like there's nothing nothing scarier to me than just being um in a meeting alone with myself to come up with ideas so um you know the the digital relief kit that we came out with a couple of weeks ago and then what we're working on now all came out of collaboration and working with other people. Um, and so I would just say, uh, and, and also too, I called all of my customers on like, wow. two, on like Tuesday. So like the, the day after, or maybe it wasn't Tuesday, but that first week um, we called all of our customers and just said, you know, what's going on? How can we help you? Um, you know, what is, what is your next month look like? And of course, at that point, nobody really knew, but um, I would just say, try to get as much feedback as you can from people and then just talk to some trusted people who can help give some outside perspective because it's much like 
those blotch art things and I'm not a art connoisseur, so I don't know the correct name, but when you're up close to something, you can't see it and you have to step way back and all of us are way too close to our businesses. And so asking people who are further away and you can kind of see the fuller pictures. I guess my best recommendation, because right now our, all of our heads are super clouded. So we really need some, we really need some help and outside perspective. Man, that's so true. And it's so cool to see how you're going to different groups to kind of get that perspective. So to your customers to say, what do you need? But then also to your mastermind to bounce ideas off of, I think is really important as well. Um, just mm -hmm. getting those different sources of ideas and advice. No doubt. We, we've started with Catapult. I don't know if we've called you yet, but we've started calling our entrepreneurs too. And it just opens your eyes mm -hmm. to what people are going through. And even if we can't help, which is our goal is to be able to help people. It's so good to just talk to people at the yeah. end of the day too. And just, yeah. yeah. And just, you know, knowing you're not alone and it's just kind of always nice. Just be like, Oh man, you too. Yes. <laughs> so no, for sure. For sure. So you've kind of had a few different phases with loud life from starting, growing, pivoting, are there any particular resources that have kind of stuck out to you to be helpful in those different phases? Gosh, I hate to be a, um, a broken record, but it's just, it's just always been mentorship and other people, um, mm -hmm. no finding way. people who are further along than you are. Um, some of them are catapult related and some of them are just other businesses that are not affiliated with catapult. Um, but, you know, you know, we as a team, you know, everybody who's been part of line life just has, phenomenal input and sees other people's blind spots. And then, you know, just other businesses that we're affiliated with or friends with or work with, you know, I'm a huge question asker. So if I don't get something, I'm texting people and asking them questions. Definitely books, you know, by, you know, authors like Mike McCallowitz, who has a bunch of different, whether it's clockwork or profit first, or the toilet paper entrepreneur, he has all these different little mm -hmm. books that are really super helpful. Donald Miller. So, you know, just finding people that you admire who are, you know, leaders in the industry and resourcing yourself for that. And um, yeah, Catapult, Chamber of Commerce, you know, your local, your local advocates um, can't do it alone. Yeah, for sure. No, that's awesome. So what are you reading? Are you reading or listening to anything good right now that you'd like to recommend? Right now? No, <laughs> I'm not, unfortunately. You're like, my, I'm uh, parenting my kids and working from home and growing a business and pivoting. So yeah. And, I'm, and I'm, and I'm bed by like nine 30 every night because I'm just <laughs> exhausted by the end of the day. But if I could recommend, I mean, Mike McCallowitz uh, is just, he's a really interesting, um, he has a really interesting take on a lot of things. He really breaks a lot of old school ideas and schemas about how you run your business finances. And it has saved our butts so many different ways and times. Um, we would have awesome. probably run out, we would have probably run out of money just due to mismanagement had we not read profit first and gone through it and then and then partnered and talked with other people who have done profit first you know our bookkeepers are profit first advocates our CPAs are profit first advocates and it's a really unorthodox way to do your finances and so I'm really glad that the professionals who handle handle our money are familiar because they would have looked at me sideways um, right. So, but then, you know, clockwork, is, which is basically a, a concept of how you can build your business in order to take a month off and your business still grow without you. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Mike Michalowicz is great. And we've already talked about Donald Miller and, um, yeah. and there's a whole other ton out there. Um, but those are just some really great resources that if people have the time, 
you know, and they like audiobooks or they like regular books. Those are just some good ones that we've found a lot of benefit to. That's super great. Thanks for recommending those. And we will include those along with this podcast in some notes and stuff so that people can Sweet. check those out. So that'd be awesome. Um, other than that, Jamie, thanks so much for taking the time. Super appreciate you. Super appreciate the way that you've um, handled this crisis and the way that you're leading your team and collaborating with others. It's honestly an inspiration. And I think that you dropped some really awesome nuggets in here today that people will be able to take and um, pivot their own businesses. So that's super cool. Really, really. Oh, thanks, Kristen. Yeah, no doubt. We appreciate you guys. And I'm, listen, I'm, I am the makeup, Loud Life is the makeup of collective input from so many people. So if there's ever a chance that I can, you know, give back to the universe of entrepreneurship, then it's, 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 a, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Super appreciate Thanks so much for listening to this conversation with Jamie about how he was able to talk to customers and collaborate with others in order to act quickly when things in the economy became uncertain. We will be back in one week on Wednesday again talking with David Young from the Drone Launch Academy about how to manage a team remotely and stay motivated when you're working from home. Because I don't know about you guys, but I have figured out that it is definitely super different than going into the office. Other than that, feel free to subscribe to this podcast to stay in the know about different resources and insights that you can use to keep moving your startup forward. Have a great week.